Hello and welcome to another edition of Christian Deep Dive. Today's edition is called Useless. Now you may wonder what in the world does that have to do with uh, a Christian Deep Dive? Well, hopefully that will become evident as I go along, actually very quickly. I was reading recently about John Wilkes Booth. He's the fellow that uh, shot, unfortunately, shot Abraham Lincoln at the Ford's Theater right at the conclusion of the Civil War. And he thought he was doing something good for the South. Um, he thought that uh, by killing Lincoln, he would avenge the South. Actually, he did just the opposite. You see, Lincoln was going to reconcile with the South after the war. He wanted to treat them well. He wanted them to come back into the Union as quick as possible. And uh, his successor, Andrew Johnson, was not so kind towards the South, and it made Reconstruction go a lot longer. Anyway, John Wilkes Booth thought he was doing the right thing by killing Lincoln. Uh, it's never a good thing to kill somebody, by the way. He thought it was, he was doing his cause a great favor. It is said, and I've read it in several different accounts now, that when he was captured, he fled after he shot Lincoln, and it was several days later he was caught up in a barn that was set on fire, and then he was shot. Somebody shot him through one of the burning panels and dragged him out, and it said that the last thing he did before he died was he looked at his hands and he said, useless, useless, and then he died. Is it possible that the last moment he realized that everything he wanted to do, everything that he was, he had been an actor and actually a well-known actor for that time, uh, and he thought he was doing the South a great cause. Did he realize at the last minute that it was all for naught? He said, useless, useless. And, you know, as I think about that, I can't help but think that uh, uh, that's kind of where we are if in this world without Christ. Anything we do without Christ is technically useless. Let me explain. Certainly that was the case for John Wilkes Booth. But think of some of the very uh, famous people throughout history. You know, Mark 8, 36, 37. It says, for what will a profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So think about some of the famous people through history. You got Rockefeller, you got Carnegie, uh, you've got the tycoons on the Titanic. You know, some of the famous people, John Jacob Astor was one. Um, I often think about how quickly things can change. You think about it, at 11 o'clock at night, They've had a big dinner, which back then dinner took like three or four hours because there were so many courses. And now they're sitting in a smoking room on the Titanic and uh, playing cards and talking about their latest business deals and what they're going to do when they get to New York. And within two and a half, three hours, they're at the bottom of the ocean. Um, they realize once that ship strikes, imagine what it's like to realize that you've basically got two hours to live because it it became very apparent when they didn't have enough lifeboats that some of these men knew and uh, that, uh, you know, they, they weren't going to get on those lifeboats and that they were going to die. It doesn't matter um, how rich they were or anything else like that. And how many looked back at their life at that point and just said, useless, useless. Now, maybe they didn't realize it. If they didn't understand, they didn't have Christ. Maybe they're one of those people that thought, well, if I go before God, I've got more good points than bad points. And so I'm going to be okay. But that's not the case. 
I tell you right now, if they died without Christ, everything they did, everything they stood for was useless. Now, that's not to say that having wealth or anything like that is, is not okay. It is. But if you have Christ and you have wealth and you use it wisely and you make money for good causes and you, you, know, you do all these things, that's fine. You know? But otherwise, if that's all you have, then it's useless. Think also of, I think about, you know, when I was growing up, uh, when the first, now they've become commonplace now, heart transplants, but I remember when Dr. Christian Bernard performed the first heart transplant, the whole world lauded this guy. Now, I don't know what his faith was. I don't know what he believed. But if he died without Christ, that accomplishment, at least for him, was useless. It's not useless for the people that followed afterwards that were able to get heart transplants and things like that. But for him personally... Uh, you can't stand before God and say, well, look, I didn't believe in you, but I performed the first heart transplant and the whole world thought I was great. I think the word's going to come to him and people are going to say, God's going to say, no, if you didn't accept my son, his atoning death on the cross, then as far as I'm concerned, what you did is useless. You know, right now as I record this, it's the uh, Christmas season and I look and I see all the fancy Christmas decor you see these uh, things on the streets where uh, they have neighborhood competitions where people are competing against each other with all the Christmas lights and all that kind of thing. And it's like, well, do you understand really what Christmas is about? No, if you do and you're doing that and you're doing it to glorify the Lord in some way, that's fine. But otherwise, again, I declare to you, it's useless. I'm retired now, but where I used to work, I would hear people talking all through December and they would have a conversation simply like this. Um, I would hear people say, well, yeah, this weekend we're doing, we're doing Christmas on Saturday. Everybody's coming in a week early and we're going to do Christmas. And I would say, what do you mean by do Christmas? Well, we're going to gather together and have a big meal and open presents and that kind of thing. Doing Christmas. Uh, again, if you are a Christian and you follow Christ, and you're getting together with your family early or whenever or on time or a week later and you know you're celebrating the birth of Jesus and you do so by <clears throat> by thinking about him and by considering what he's done for you and him coming in and you have a big feast and you exchange presents that's fine I'm not knocking that I'm simply trying to get the point across when people say I'm doing Christmas and it has nothing to do with Christ once again the word comes up, useless. It's useless. And it's just amazing how many people just say they're going to do Christmas. They're not even believers. Uh, they've just adopted it as their own uh, pagan type holiday. They've turned it into one, as far as I'm concerned, if they don't have Christ. There's a story in uh, Luke chapter 12 about a rich man who has says to himself, Luke 12, verse 19 to 21, and I will say to my soul, soul, you have much goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will these things be which you have provided? So he that lays up treasure for himself is not rich towards God. He's basically being called a fool. In other words, all these people are being called fools. Revelation 20.12 says this. Now, this is what's happening here is the end of time when everybody is standing there before God. 
Verse 12 says, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by things which were written in the book. So he's seeing a vision of all the dead, small and great. Death is the great equalizer. Small and great. People that on this earth were considered great. Um, doesn't mean they're going to be considered great when they stand before God. If you ever, death is the great equalizer. You've got to have, you have to have Christ in your life. Um, now here's the one that's going to be uh, annoy people, but that's what we do here at Christian Deep Dive. We don't go out of our way to annoy people, but we try to tell the truth, and the truth is something that's usually, almost always, going to hurt somebody or upset somebody. This is where Jesus said he was the way, the truth, the life. And basically Thomas says to Jesus in the Gospel of John, he says, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father through me, but through me. If you know me, you will know the Father as well. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. So here Jesus is saying that he is the way, the truth, the life. You know, I've heard people try to say to me, you know, you see these bumper stickers that say um, coexist and all that kind of thing. And, um, you know, it's just trying to say that every religion is really good and as long as it leads to God, it's okay. And when people used to say that, I used to envision this big mountain with maybe 12 different paths leading to the top and the top is God and there's the you know, people would say, well, there's the Christian path, and then there's the Muslim path, and then there's the Buddhist path, and then there's the Hindu path, and then there's the Jewish path, and they all, doesn't matter what you are, as long as you get to the top and you find God. But that's not what Jesus says here. Jesus saying, he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through him. And a lot of, when, I've, when I've spoken this before, and when I used to speak from the pulpit on these kind of things, um, you know, there's people that say, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of narrow-minded, isn't it? But it was Jesus who said, narrow is the way. And back then, before we called it Christianity, when the apostles were there and going around, it was called the way. When people said, oh, that's that sect, the way. They used to call Christians those who belong to the way. It's interesting because Jesus said that he was the way, the truth, the life. So what I'm telling you is, unless you are born of Christ, that you have been, you know, you've been called by God, he's given you new life, and he's put his spirit inside you, and you're a follower of Jesus Christ, what I'm telling you is, everything else is, here's that word again, useless. I don't care if it's Buddhism, I don't care if it's Hinduism, if it's some kind of Christian offshoot that doesn't have Christ as the focus, um, Hare Krishna, all that, it's all useless. Oh, here's where a lot of people stamp, stamp their feet and say, well, that's intolerance and all that kind of thing. Take it up with Jesus. He's the one that said it. And he said he's the only, he's the only one who died on a cross for you and for me. He's the only one that did it. And he, he validated it by rising from the dead. And so all the other religions and all the other isms and schisms are false. They are useless. 
you see the enemy of your soul the devil he he does two things to keep you away from the truth one is persecution and that may happen regardless if you're a Christian or not uh, but sometimes you get so persecuted you just you start ranting that there's no God and all that and but even Christians get persecuted but they know what's going on for the most part but the other if it's not persecution it's deception and that's where all these false religions come into that's where all these false faiths come in if if you, you know if he can log you on to one of those and keep you fat dumb and happy in some cult or some other faith then he's going to do it and the end result is if you die without Christ it's useless think about that mountain again there's only one path and it's the way of Christ it's the way of Jesus so this is a pretty short one today I just wanted to share with you during this time um, again the importance of holding your faith in Christ uh, being bold about what's real and what isn't um, and let me say it again anything anything without Christ is the centerpiece is useless um, again if you're a Christian enjoy the Christian the Christmas season enjoy the resurrection season you get together with your family you exchange gifts all of that if you have Christ as your foundation as your cornerstone then all those things have a meaning to them They're, they mean something to you but if you just say I'm doing Easter or I'm doing Christmas and there's nothing behind it there's nothing about Christ then it's all I'll say it again. It's all useless. God bless you.